That's not, that's beside the point. You know what? Be here now, Kendra. Um, welcome. Oh, Back welcome. to the pod. Hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Oh, my peas. Oh, Ken. You guys, I really need a pop filter. Let's start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Do you want to switch? You want to try using mine? No. Who's got the worst peas? I got pretty bad peas. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's fine. Let's All do right. it again. Hi, okay. Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi friends. friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you sitting on the couch? We're sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on the couch. Come sit with us. Um, you know what? It's hot. You guys, no lie. True story. It is hot. And it's hotter than... We broke a record the other day in Seattle. Oh, did we? It was like... Uh, what was it? Like 130? <laughs> <sighs> no, it was like 90, but it hadn't been... It's like the highest it had been on July 15th. Mm. You know what? Or something I, like that. The rumors about... Not the rumors. The stereotypes about us being really like mild people is true. In that ninety degrees feels unfunctional. I mean, ninety degrees is hot for Seattle. It is. We and rarely even go into the nineties. Yeah, and everywhere that has AC is like super wimpy. Yeah. Nobody's houses have AC. No. Our neighbors got AC a couple of years ago, and we were like, "You guys, yeah, what? You're gonna yeah. use that for like two weeks of the year?" Um. But joke's on us because not even our AC at work has been able to keep up. No. The thing the thing about the bar is if the AC's on, it only works if you don't open the door. Well So we we've need to been, have like we've been not opening no, the door. I'm saying, we need to have one seating. Everybody oh, shows yeah. up, you come in, and then you don't leave. Nobody is allowed Nobody's to Nobody's allowed to leave. enter or, or leave the bar. Oh fun, like a lock in. It's not very fun, though. I think it's like a little scary. Mm. Remember when we were when you were kids? Did you ever do lock-ins at school? It was like a I don't slumber think so. party where they like lock you in the gym. No, I don't think probably. I think in the nineties, I think that's probably like not different. kosher anymore. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Maybe it's still cool, but I'm pretty sure it's probably not. I'm pretty maybe, sure. No, they would probably call it something like super safe slumber party. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the 90s, they're like, lock in. Get in with your sleeping bag. You're stuck, bitch. You know, maybe we had one. Okay. I don't... Yeah, I, I have a vague memory of something like that, but... Okay. Mm. What, what about jump rope for heart? Did you do that? Is that where you just jump rope as long as you can? Yeah, and you raise money. No, and I was oh. never... I mean, it might have been a thing that happened at my school, but I didn't do it. Oh, man. And you get prizes? Yeah, I was never a good jump roper. All right. So, so fun. So I've never been able to double dutch. No, double dutch is hard. And just jump roping is not that fun. Um, I Well, I beg to differ, but... You think jump roping as an activity is fun? Yeah, it's meditative. You get in the zone. It's just exercise. It's just a sneaky yeah, way but, to get kids to exercise. Yeah, but when you're eight... Yeah, but I'm I'm saying, like, do you think now you would still think that? So, so okay. All right. Here's a little fact for you. Uh, like, eight years ago, um, I was having a moment when I really needed to be exercising. Um, and and I was like, you know, that's fun. Jump roping. I'll get back into that. And I, like, went over to Big Five and bought a freaking jump rope. It's it not is fun. It's also hard. hard. That's what hard, I'm saying is it's dude. hard and it's not fun. 
Especially, yeah. And I just, I figured that out at a young age. And I was like, listen, <laughs> idiots. I'm not. A, I'm not doing this. I'm not on this jump rope train. Yeah. Um, two things. Okay. One, we got a, a comment about a prior episode about drinking beverages with ice in them. Oh. And listen, normally after we get a comment like that, we'd be like, you know what? We're not doing it. That's totally annoying for the listeners. Yeah. But today we're doing it and we're just giving, giving you a heads up because it's hot. It's so hot. Number y'all. two, you can probably hear the fan in the background. I don't even care a little bit. It's <laughs> hot. We're leaving the fan on. Yeah. That's the end of my PSA about um, outside sounds. Number three. We uh, Jerry looks like he's drifting in and out of consciousness. I think that the heat is making him very chill. Yeah, but sometimes he does this and then he'll get the zoomies and just need to run. So don't be deceived. Jerry does a thing called the zoomies. Where where he just runs around the coffee table in a circle and growls. Yeah. And he Kendra always says, like, he just has to get it out. Get out the zoomies. Um. Jerry does the zoomies. Randy does uh, tippy tappy. Oh, yeah. Tippy tappy is good. Yeah. Where he just kind of like um, leans tap forward. Tap dances and, around the house. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like really particularly his front paws. So sometimes funny. he tippy tappies while he's moving and sometimes he's stationary and he's just tippy tappy, tippy tappy with his front paws. So excited. Yeah. Love it. See, okay. But does Jerry or does um, Randy do that because he's like needing to get out energy or is it? The, is it just when he's excited? It's just when he's excited. Because I don't think Jerry's particularly excited when he gets zoomies. No, it is definitely more of it's like It's more a, of like a primal. So for Randy, I can't believe, I feel like I'm embarrassing him by admitting this. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he'll never hear it. Randy's like primal zoomies action is that he will, he, he'll ping pong like, Run up on the bed, jump down off the bed, run into the corner, spin around, run to the other corner. But then somewhere in the process, he goes to his dog bed and he tries to flip it over. Oh, yeah. He's like a burrow guy. And then he freaking humps it with the fury of a thousand humps. And it's so embarrassing. Yeah, that's embarrassing for me, for you. Yeah, I I can't. I I can't. Do you tell him no? Yes. But he's like, he's. On another level. He can't he, hear anything. Is he uh, fixed? Yes. Are we sure? Yes. Okay. There's zero testicular action. What if they're just sucked up in there? <laughs> they could be. I don't I don't know. It's like he gets he gets hypnotized and then Weird. he has to ferociously hump and I, I I can't I mean anything that has to ferociously hump I'm like really I'm not I'm not on board with. But but okay. it's Randy, and I know it's like primal. And I know he's not—he's not being a creep. No, and it's only his bed, which I appreciate. He has never he's done got that like with ownership, other objects or people. Yeah, but there's something that does feel wrong about it. Please don't send <laughs> us emails telling me I'm like a bad dog owner. <laughs> <laughs> I, and if you think it, just think it and move on. I feel like I can just hear people right now being like, "That's." disgusting you know what you can do and x y and z and it's like that's like when people tell you if you're um if you're like tired they're like oh maybe don't drink coffee or like maybe do this or maybe do that or it's like yeah you're like oh uh, i've never tried that in my life yeah come on obviously yeah well it's like the thing with with me and sleep oh yeah people like you know what your problem is right oh no do tell speaking of let's talk about that routine it's been one week since we talked about it it's been one week since since you had that routine 
Um, I like that you really couldn't put any soul. Into, no. Yeah. I was trying to think of something and it just wasn't flowing, so I just let mm. it. I just I mean, let it go. At, look at our volumes. I feel like you're really. I think it's fine. All right. Um. Yeah. So. I will say. Okay. From my end, I'm unsure. Because I've gotten a couple texts from you at a very late hour in the day being like, what's up? Good morning. And I'm like, ooh, did she just get up or is she just texting me for the first time? Uh, a little bit of both. Okay, great. Love it. Um, I have an incredible early 80s JCPenney brand alarm clock radio that has, wait for it, a freaking cassette player. Oh, it's I thought you were going to talk so about the sick. coffee the coffee pot one. No, I also have a <laughs> coffee pot next to my bed. That doesn't work? It works. I just haven't... I'm like trying to phase into my plan. I don't okay. feel... I don't feel like throwing an alarm clock and a freaking coffee pot next to my bed in the mix at, at once. Is, it's like... It's not like the right move? I'm giving myself too much responsibility. <laughs> and you're giving yourself another reason to stay in bed because they're like, oh, well, the coffee's, oh, the coffee's right, right here. here. Yeah. So exactly. Uh, I almost did it the other day, but that is the reason why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Um, but this alarm clock, uh, I've been using it. There are two alarms on it. So I set them both. OK. And then I set my phone as a backup alarm. OK. I am relying on the freaking the clock. clock for the first few days. It worked pretty great. Um. I did hit snooze one time and then got up and what time is your like goal? What's your goal time to wake up? If I have the time, it's eight hours after I go to bed. Oh, so, unfortunately, you sleep for eight hours no matter what. I'm trying. Oh, interesting. I know there's there's like two camps. One camp is yeah. you got to get the hours and one camp is you got to wake up at the same time every day. That's I'm in that one. Yeah. It, but I'll tell you, I have been really bad about uh, well, I've been in. I've been. I've been taking naps like two hours after I wake up. Mm, yep. <laughs> because I wake up so early with Alex, mm -hmm. and then you're. And then I'm up like for like. And then I was out here. I was like out on the couch. I had my coffee. Uh huh. I was listening to music, cruising on my phone, and then I just fell back asleep for uh, like two hours on the couch. On the couch. Wow. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's well. That's one thing too. I don't. I don't nap. I can't nap. Well, I don't so. even know if I would consider that a nap. I think I just fell back asleep just in a different place than where I was sleeping originally. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm in camp too. I'm, I'm in the camp where like, I, I don't want to sleep in past X, Y, or Z. You know, it's like mm -hmm. on the weekdays, this time. On the weekends, this time. I have discovered that I think uh, ele by 11 o'clock, if that's when I wake up, I feel like it's too late. Yeah. Which is hard when... Like recently, Sadie's been keeping me up. Yeah. So it'll be like four thirty. Sure. Like, well, my choices kind of suck now. Yeah. Uh, Sadie, uh, like frequently indicates that she needs to go pee, which is really just a ruse for you to spend freaking ten minutes taking her outside. Yeah. And she just like sits stands there. there. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, we're, we're trying the hours thing. We'll try. But here's the other thing. Sometimes I have to get up super early. And right. sometimes I don't. So if I use the earlier times that I have to get up as the barometer, then I'm, like, always 
waking up at seven or o'clock or six thirty, but I'm sometimes not going to bed until two mm-hmm. or three, and that mm-hmm. feels stupid. So I don't know. I mean, try for ten. Yeah, like if eleven o'clock is what feels like too late, just go for ten. I mean, after you 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 know try the right. hours thing right. first, and then. And then if that if that system isn't going so good, then try the other way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's been a week. My body has adjusted to the clock radio. And I, this morning, hit the buttons yeah. for too long. Yep. So I need to, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's about the clock. We'll figure it out. Yeah. There's a solution somewhere. Who knows? Listen, progress. Progress is progress. Yeah. Um. What time did you get up? Eleven when you when when we chatted. Yeah, yeah. Same. Well, I yeah. woke up at eight and then I uh, woke up uh, again at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? That was a weird sound. Somebody's and breaking it in. It sounded like. It was a very strange sound. It sounded like a I, giant woodpecker. <laughs> yeah, or like a. Like you know when a when a uh, coin falls on the ground and it makes that sound like it sounded like that but only at the very end and louder. Yeah. Uh, I'm concerned about my mic volume. Whoop. Let's test it. All right. All right. Well, we, were, we tested it. We tested it, and the results are in. There, we. It was bad. It was. It was wrong. It was Something wrong. Was wrong. We did a. We did a bad, I and mean, it was wrong. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. It's gonna sound way better now for. Yeah. For you guys. It just before it'll sound like I was sitting in another room, maybe talking on speakerphone, and now it sounds like I'm hanging out right next to you. So. Yeah, but I. Li- you know what? I listen to a lot of podcasts where the sound quality is bad, and yeah. that is. Fine. That's just life. And that wasn't bad. It was just no. different. Yeah. That's my hat. Do we have the same size head? I don't know. Wow. I just put on Kendra's hat and it fits. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. It doesn't Thanks. look. I mean, what this is a seven and a quarter. Okay. Good to know. Yep. Put that in your back pocket. Put that in your back pocket. Um, what were we talking about? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, yeah. Sleep. Sleep. We're working on it. I think it has gotten better. Yeah, I um, think it has gotten better as well. Yeah. And it's not going to be an overnight process, y'all. It's going to take some time. Actually, it is largely an overnight process. No, it's over, <laughs> it's over many night process. Yeah. Well, y- yeah. I mean, I see the pun you're making, but yeah, yeah, it feels, all right. feels stressful to put it actually on one night. Oh, yeah. Not like also, one night. Also, doing gonna- anything once is pretty possible. It's the it, it, yeah. If you're like, hey, yeah. have you um, ever been rock climbing? I, this is true for me. Yeah, and I'll be like, no, but I'm like I'm willing to do it. I will be better at it the very first time than I will any other time. Yeah, uh, and then obviously there's a bell curve. If you keep at it, eventually you get good again. But yeah, f- first impressions coming on strong. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Well, that's like they like it's beginner's luck. Oh. And I don't know what it's about. It's got to be a mental thing. Yeah. It's got to be. No fear. Yeah, I think it's just... And also, I think it just depending on who you're with and what you're doing. Maybe there's a, the pressure of feeling like you want to look 
like you're good at it yeah and so you kind of push yourself past a, a level of comfortability but then when you start doing something as a regular routine it the it, it becomes a little more flexible with how, yeah. how much you're willing to give and receive well and when you're doing it the first time you also don't know that much about the process so you don't know all of the things that you could do better or could right. go wrong you don't have any information and with so. rock climbing as a good example i feel like because it's something like you're gonna go so hard the first time you do it and then you're gonna be really sore yeah and that's true you're going to be sore because you pushed it like too hard, too fast. And so I think then if it, if you try and make it a routine, mm -hmm. then it just becomes something where you're like, oh, I know it's my time to stop and I'm, I'm not going to go any further or whatever. Yeah. Because you know the limits of your body, but on your first time. Yeah. Like when it comes to exercise, I guess. When it comes to exercise, you don't know the limits as well. Yeah. Like I went bowling the other day for four hours and my fucking leg was sore the next day. <laughs> I'm like, and my hand started to get really sore, and I think what? I think we had bowled like maybe five or six games. Uh huh. And there was a guy there who was like in a bowling league, and uh -huh. I asked him how many games do they normally bowl in their league, and he said three because after three, like your form starts to go out the window. Huh. I was like, oh yeah, well no wonder my hands and legs are sore. You you went hard in the paint. Yeah, I went hard in the paint. Yeah. And I bowled a turkey in the tenth frame. Boom. My first time. Ever bowling a turkey. And in the 10th frame. So that's Dude, that feels good. Double good. Tight. Double yeah. good. Um, uh, we should use that as a future euphemism. A double good? No. Uh, well, yes. That, bowling but, a turkey in the 10th frame? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a really good one. That, yeah. Y'all can use that too. Yeah. Yeah. We can share that. So, but, okay, but that's exactly what happened with the alarm clock. We talked last week. Yeah. And you were like. Pod, and I was like, cool, I'm doing it. I got a plan. I set that alarm clock up the first morning. I was like, bing. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Beginner's luck. Just cruising through my routine. Feeling then, like, oh, I totally got this. Yeah. And then it became real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My brain was like, I will destroy your plans, yeah. Carly. I will win. Yeah. You will never win. Um, what did you do this week? Oh. Worked on with sleeping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. Just a, just a dedicated it. week for yeah. sleep uh, work. I, you know, I, I had one of those weeks where I... Did not have a day that was just chill. No chill No, day. but I feel like you did have chill moments. I had chill moments, which yeah. seems like progress. I also feel like I had a similar week. Yeah. Like every every day you got stuff going on. Yeah. But then at a certain point, like for example, uh, Sunday, I had, I had stuff going on, but I took two hours and went to the beach. Yep. Which was great. That which seems, was totally great. Like cool self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And you um, live so close to the beach, it's silly. Yeah, holy crap, y'all. We, our house is like two blocks from it's like the a lake. like a 10-minute walk. It tops. Max, yeah. And when we moved, we were like, oh, this is amazing. We're going to go to the lake all the time. No. No. No, never. But this summer, we've decided to do the take an hour, take two hours and go. Yes. And that is, seems to be working pretty good. Also, it's like cool quality time. Yeah. It's better than just sitting in the house. Oh, way better. Right? Yeah. Turn off that TV. Get in the world. Yeah. You know? Hang out with your community. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, and our and our beach is very much a neighborhood beach. Right. And so there's no, like, people don't come from all over. It's just folks that live in the neighborhood. Right. And they go down and, like, families are having barbecues. Yeah. And it's so tight. You really feel like you're, like, you're hanging out 
in the in the neighborhood yeah yeah that's cool there's no like cool people with their freaking tattoos and their instagram and their rose in a can (laughs) hey that rose in a can is really good oh dude no lie yeah yeah no lie no and no shade on tattoos or instagram or yeah i mean like i'm that guy yeah you're that guy i'm just there's just not other just when you're at the small neighborhood beach you're not that guy but then if you put yourself at the other beach you are that guy if i'm in the small neighborhood beach the other folks in the neighborhood are probably like yeah where are they come what are these hipsters coming over here these young white people yeah yeah um my beach is called secret beach yep it's not a beach also my place at the lake that i like to go to yeah i I after we had that conversation, I realized I just I really call it the beach. Yeah, dude, I really do. It's real, um, and it's not a beach. It's not a beach at all. And here's another thing: usually, the beach I think connotates the idea that there is like rockery or sand leading into there's the water. There's not. No, it's freaking grass. Well, there's rocks. Yeah, but, but it's not like beach. It's not like no. what you think of when you well, think. Well, like of a lot of the places we go. There's there there is like a sandy rocky part where they have like a lifeguard and little kids swimming and then you go down onto a lawn where there's just a freaking ledge from lawn to lake and that's where we hang out. It's very not beach like for secret beach. It's all rock entry. Oh, yeah. Which is not tight. No, but the tight part is that nobody else likes that. So no one goes to secret beach. Yeah, and I'm not tight. telling you where it is. I it's, mean, I, you know, I know where it is, but I'm not telling you the listeners because because it's a secret. The shit can't get blown up. It's a secret and it's perfect. And there's always like there's never more than like 20 people there. And there's little barbecue pits oh. and a playground. But the entry to the water part is the part that sucks. Yeah. You really have to you have to want it. Mm. And it's kind of wavy. Mm-hmm. So there's no like soft entry. Mm-hmm. basically like once you climb in you're just you're getting splashed in. by a wave and you're in yeah however the water's been pretty decent really lately. nice yeah if you live in seattle pop on down to yeah. the beach there's lake. a lot of people i think that would disagree with me well because i have a pretty high tolerance for cold mm-hmm. but guess what i don't and i and got in fine. there on sunday and it was fine i was did like you go oh, in, in or did you just float no i went in in yeah mm-hmm. get your hair wet I don't remember. I feel like that's the that's the measure. Yeah. It's like can your whole body be under the water? I would have. But it's perfect for a float. If like only oh, your yeah. butt's in, you got a floaty or something. Get it. Yeah. Um, uh okay, so, so yeah, sorry, so you had little, a busy week. We got had sidetracked. A, had a busy week. Um I was uh bartending slash helping run this event for some folks um who hired me a couple of years ago to do their Christmas party. And they were doing a Bastille Day party in their yard. And um, it was one of those things where, like, I I invoiced them for a certain amount of hours that I spent prepping. Yeah. Which was significantly less time than yeah. I actually spent. That's how it always goes, I feel yeah. like, with those kinds of things, though. Because a lot of that is, like, it's my fault or my choice to, you know... But yeah, I spent a lot of time last week getting ready for that party and I did do all the ordering for it. Yeah. And um, when, you know, hiring me to bartend an event is really a euphemism for <laughs> just running, the, running event. the event, which is totally fine. Totally um, fine. I quite enjoy it, though. Somehow this Yo, seemed more stressful to me than normal. Can we talk about one? Str- actually, two strange elements of this party. Okay. I didn't realize it was a Bastille Day party. Right. 
Um, why do they have sushi? Okay, so <laughs> these people have... There's like a sushi place that is... I think they used to live in the neighborhood that the yeah. sushi place is in. But every time they have an event, they have sushi from this place. It's like their thing. Yeah. So the party was... Um, uh, their kids go to this private school where they every year they do a family auction and all of the families in the school put something up for auction. And this year, the requirement of the auction was an experience. So the experience that they put up for auction was a garden party. Um, okay. They chose Bastille Day not because they have any like vested interest in celebrating Bastille Day, just because it was a Saturday in the summer and the weather was supposed to be nice and it seemed fun. Okay. Um, so... Sushi is like their signature All right. party food. So there, there's there's no correlation between the sushi and Bastille Day. I just feel like, did they advertise it as a Bastille Day party? Yes. I don't get it. I'm so confused. <laughs> if you're having a Bastille Day party, why wouldn't you have some like French food? Because sushi is their thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Um... All right. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. They did. So what I did, we I had I made them several cocktails. Yep. Um, and one of the cocktails that uh, I thought, boy, was I so clever. <laughs> um, because it was Bastille Day. And um, they were throwing a Bastille Day party with sushi. Mm-hmm. I made a Boulevardier, which is the French answer to a Negroni. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know, a Negroni is an Italian cocktail made of gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Then uh, the French turned it into a Boulevardier, which is bourbon, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Uh, delicious. Both good cocktails. Both good. So, and by the French, I mean a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. A, a man who was French made the Boulevardier. Yeah, but so then what like, did you do? So then I took it and made it with Japanese whiskey. Because sushi. Because sushi. So it was a hybrid of the sushi and Bastille Day. It's so weird. But let me tell you, I'm it, sure was it was good. freaking great. Japanese whiskey is great. It's great. It's actually really great to blend stuff with because it has like a nice heat and yeah. it's not as yeah. um, cloying as American whiskey. Alex really likes yeah. um, Japanese whiskey. Also, I find that... Japanese whiskey is a lot less sweet. Yes, because they, yeah, it's aged differently. Yeah. Um, so if anybody wants to try that out, hit us up. I'll give you the recipe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did that. That was Saturday and I was like preparing most of the week and um, did some other stuff. God, I don't know. I did a bunch of auditions. Oh, my God. I yeah. did. Okay. What night was this? Oh, I don't remember what Frickin night. Sunday. Maybe it was Friday? Friday? I don't know. Thursday. You know what? It doesn't matter. It literally there, doesn't matter. I was doing things all day. And I was getting these auditions coming in that were due the next morning. Um, here's the here's the sitch, y'all. Yeah. I used to have a recording studio in my house. Um, I When my mom moved about a mile away from me, I sold all my equipment um, because she also does voiceover. Right. She has a full pro studio in her house um which like my setup was fine for auditioning but i couldn't do i I couldn't like patch in clients in other cities and do actual jobs yeah no but her studio is set up to do that Uh, it's like a full service situation so when she moved close to me i was like one 
the quality of the work is better. Two, I have more capabilities for getting um, clients in other cities. And three, if I have to do all of my auditions at her house, I have to communicate with her about it and that will help hold me accountable. Hmm. Um, because it's much easier to let things slide when nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. So I sold my equipment, started working out of her studio slash our studio. Um, and I was correct about the accountability. That part has been great. <laughs> but currently, she and her husband are remodeling their kitchen. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's like a big, big deal. Big deal. Big, huge project. So you can't do any work while the contractors are there. So right now, you either have to record super early in the morning right. or later at night. I'm and that goes for both you and your mom. Correct. So, so the amount of time, like the booking time has gotten probably fairly crammed. Right. Because she needs it also. Yeah. Before, it's like, oh, we'll just oh sort there's of, 12 hours in the day that yeah. really either of you can be in there. Yeah. But now we're kind of cramming that all down into like five hours or six hours yeah. in the day. Yeah. And so I'm getting these auditions coming in. They're due in the morning. I know I can either get there at six to do it, which like, pfft, yeah, right. <laughs> um, or I can just do them at night after I finish all of my other plans and work. And she needed to record some auditions in the morning also. So my choice was do these auditions at nighttime. I got to the studio at 9.30 p.m. No. Yeah. And, and you left at? One thirty no, a.m. So I, uh-uh. I had, <laughs> I had four auditions to do. The usually on average they take about forty minutes each, um, and I was gonna try to do them all in an hour. But nay, my friends, um, I had there was. Uh, Pro Tools, our recording program, was having so many problems. Um, it was slowing me down so much. Yeah. I had actually done an hour's worth of recording, and then I got the spinning color wheel of death, and it never went away, and I had to scrap all of the work that I'd done oh. and start over. This other thing happens, which it's similar to, like, what happens to your brain. By the end of the day, your brain isn't so sharp. Also, by the end of the day, your voice isn't so sharp. Yep. So doing something that might take you 20 minutes tends to take you longer because the the quality of your speech changes. Yeah. And so... That's normal. Yeah. So I'm, like, navigating these personal and uh, electronic pitfalls. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then... I, I do I do it. I've spent three times as long as I was hoping to spend. My my feel crazy. I feel tired. Yeah. The studio is so hot. I'm sweating profusely. Um, then the internet wouldn't work. Fuck. But it's one in the morning and my mom is asleep and I yeah. can't. What am I gonna do? Uh, I Did I you just save everything and send it the next day. I troubleshooted it. No. Because they were all due at 8 a.m. And there was no fucking way that by one in the morning I was going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So then um, I tried to use her email, which runs off a different server. Uh, and then I couldn't get her email to work. So then it's like 1.30 in the morning. I'm digging around for a thumb drive, which I don't even know if my mom has a thumb drive. You're just assuming that because you're in an office yeah. area, there's going to be yeah. one. Yeah. But I don't want to turn on your all brain. The also, like at that point in the night, oh. I like 
I am almost just wishing, like, why didn't you just call me? Because I probably would have just talked you through and been like, here's what you should do. Yeah. You but you were, should've. like, panicking. Uh-huh. And Crazy noodles. Doing, yeah, doing a, a thing. I can't believe you were just digging around for a oh thumb drive, God. even though you didn't know if there was one there. In the dark. Trying to be so quiet. What I would have told you to do is what I just said is save the work, set an alarm, wake up at seven. Like, go get six hours of sleep and come back. Yeah. Well, it felt not right. I know. So... I did find a thumb drive. Thank I put God. all the files on the thumb drive and I went home and I sent them all from my computer. I'm glad that worked. Thank That would have been yeah, annoying. Yes, me too. Thank God. Um, that was quite a debacle. I, I, I did, can't wait to find out if you got any of those jobs oh or not. Oh my God, I don't think so. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did videotape some of it for my stories and then didn't post them because I was like, no time, don't care. I'd like record on my story and then yeah. delete it. But maybe we'll post a little like uh, super cut of my journey on the instagram i can't wait um yeah so that was a big that was a big part of your week a big part of my week uh and then I, and then i did this party and then uh last night um carrie and i went to a show we went to see david ramirez who is a musician uh at the triple door which is, to me, a weird place to see music. Yeah, it's a funky spot. It's it's cool. I I mean, I have mixed feelings. Yeah, about I it. think it depends on the kind of music. Yeah. So if anyone isn't familiar, the Triple Door is a venue where um, you eat dinner while you're watching the music. Yeah. It's, you don't have to. But no, but it's tables. Yeah. It's a bunch of tables and, and a big like auditorium. And, yeah. And it feels like, no, you cannot stand up. No, you cannot dance. No. No, you cannot mill around. I love a seated show, though. Oh, my God. But it feels weird when you want to freaking dance. Also, if anybody cares, my week was boring and I worked all week. Moving on. <laughs> we didn't. Kendra was like, let's recap our weeks. But now that was. Well, then we just we'd, I, we didn't really get to it. So I'm just going to leave it at that. No, let's talk about your week, dude. No, totally. Let's move on. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving the people a check in. I feel like you did something. No, not really. No, you went to Secret Beach. I went to Secret Beach. I worked. I went bowling. That's it. Oh, yeah, you went bowling. Yeah. Anyway, the Triple Door is, um, it's like an auditorium style venue, basically. Yeah. But also, they don't have shows there that you want to dance to. Yeah, but I wanted to dance to this. <laughs> I wanted to sway like a cool mom. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, okay, first question. Did you end up sitting with other people? No. You didn't. They messed up. So I got an email. Yeah. Confirming the show started at 730. In the email it said, um, your, your reserved seats will be given away 15 minutes after the headliner starts. There was an opening act at 730. Carrie got home from work. We got down there at 8 o'clock. They'd given our seats away. Oh, no. Because they said, we give the seats away 15 minutes after the show starts. And I was like, well, that's not what your freaking email said. But we're here now, whatever. And she was like, well, the, the show is sold out. And I was like, yeah, with two of my tickets. Yeah. Um, so somebody else didn't show up, a four top. And they gave you and that they table. sat us in the booth, yeah. That's crazy. I'm I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah. It was weird. I was like, I don't... Like, your rule isn't bad. Right. You just gotta be consistent. 
Kendra doesn't like how my foot is close to her. Well, I'm just like crammed in the corner over here. Yeah, and I need you little... chose that. Come I know, on. But but that's, on, why, that's what I'm saying. I, I, All right. I need a little space. Come on over. Um, okay, so why would they? I'm, I'm surprised they, I wonder, did you reread the email? I wonder if there's like a clause in there that says like, unless it's sold out. Oh, I don't, I but did not You see know what it. I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, and, and then in which case we'll give it away, whatever. I'm glad they sat you. And I'm also glad you didn't have to sit with somebody else. Yeah. Because sitting with someone else at that sh- at that um, venue can be weird. Yeah, it feels like you're hanging out with a stranger. Well, it feels like you're on like a double date. Yeah, typically. that is what it feels like. Yeah. With like people you don't know. It's, and it's oddly formal. Um, yeah, what did you wear? Oh, I wore jean shorts and cowboy boots and a tank top. Oh, I did surprised. not look formal. Yeah. I'm surprised just because you love an, any occasion to... Dress up. To, yeah, to dress up. Yeah. I know. Well... I liked my outfit. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you looked great. Yeah, thanks. I did my hair. Yes. Um, but David Ramirez is like Americana, sort of alt country yeah. folk rock and roll. I yeah. think Americana Americana's, is probably the best. I, I think the right. Yeah. Also, we've really been struggling with the term Americana. Like, yeah, it turns out so, it turns out like everything is Americana. Yeah. Did you know that, you guys? So I think that it's like I think you saying he's like also alt country. Fits, helps specify you know because it, yeah. it's like he's an americana vibe but more leaning toward all country right not americana in the way that neil young is americana or bruce springsteen apparently oh yeah bruce springsteen some people say bruce springsteen is like one he of the, is he yeah first. The, the first the king of americana yeah king daddy americana the yeah. boss of americana um, anyway we have rambled so much the show was freaking great yeah i had a blast there's this thing i think that that has happened less and less in my adult life Mm. where you find new music and it like moves you yeah yeah i find a lot of new music that i like or i think is good sure but but sometimes you hear new music and you're like this is this is like my music i feel connected yeah totally and it like speaks to me and yeah, it touches you, dude. And uh, David whoop, David Ramirez is one of those things. Before we get into that, yeah, did you eat? Carrie ordered a couple of small plates, but I was just vibing out too hard to eat. <laughs> <laughs> did you cry? No. No. Oh, my God. I wanted to mention this, you guys. I haven't cried in like two weeks. What? I know. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Something's I feel pent up. Broken. What do I do? I don't know. I That's can, really weird. Yeah. I got it's, it's concerning to I, me. I like got emotional and I was like, "Oh, yes, it's going to happen. Finally, I'm going to cry." And then yeah. it didn't happen. I can't I can't remember the last time that I went this long without crying. And I feel I can't either. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm so confused. Like I I when I'm moved, crying is my response to being moved, you know? It's not yeah, just like totally. oh, and upset. No, cry. totally. It's like a yeah. happy cry or a or a inspired cry. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Crazy. So I really that, thought that when I asked you if you cried, you would say yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm shook. <laughs> Straight shook. Um, okay. So I don't know. yeah. You, you, Carrie got small plates. Did you yeah. like it? I'm it always was fine. I'm always so so on the food there. Yeah, it was fine. It's Thai food, which is so weird. I mean, I love Thai food, but it's a weird thing to eat while you're watching a show. Yeah. I played a show there once. Twice. 
three times, times a lady. lady. <laughs> yes. But not three times. I actually only played there twice. And it um, is a really great place to play a show. It seems nice. I've only seen one show there. And it was weird. Yeah. Um, I saw the books there. The books. What? Too young. Oh, my God. I mean, oh. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. It's like experimental... It's fucking great. As what an era? art school kid, I... um, Like, when were they... Like... A thing. Mid-2000s to... Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so we saw the books there, and that was a great um, venue to see it at because they had, like, video projection. Like... Yeah, that seems tight. Yeah. That um, seems tight. It's a good... It's a good venue. You know, we'll just yeah. say. Overall, it's a good venue. It's fine. I think it really just depends on who you're seeing and what, yeah. what the scenario is. Gary said he appreciated that for this show, it was at this venue. Yeah. I, I also feel like that show would have been good at the Moor. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Moor is, like, my second favorite seated. Maybe my first favorite seated venue, actually. Mm. Yeah. In Seattle. Pretty good. I wish it was at, like, the Neptune, where Ooh. I could have bopped around. Mm-mm. I don't like going to the Neptune. Or man. the Showbucks. Or the frickin' tractor. Whatever. Also, I'm just like, oh, you know what? The tractor works. Yeah. I'm down to stand at a show if it's a small space, like the tractor, the sunset, or like Numos or Barboza or whatever. Sure. But if it's any bigger than that, I'm sitting down. I'm not about to stand in the pit. Yeah. And like, with like 300 people Fair. and get crammed and probably not see. Yeah. Well, that drives me crazy not being able to see. Oh yeah, the worst. And that's why for me, like at a auditorium style show, I'm it's cool from anywhere because everyone can see. Yep, it's true. I did that thing where I took like a million photos and they all look the same. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, did you sing along? Yes, I did. And Cute. you know what? I didn't feel embarrassed about it. Were other people? Hard to mm, tell. Hard to tell. Who could say? It's not a very intimate space. Like, you can't really see or tell what other people are doing. Yeah, it's really... I mean, all shows are really dark. But it's, it's dark. particularly dark and in the crowd area Yeah, there. there are, like, booths in between you, so yeah. you can't really see other people. Anyway, I felt very liberated to just enjoy myself. I love it. Yeah. That's great. I'm and really then, glad you went. And I did that dorky thing where he'd start playing a song, and I'd squeeze Carrie's arm and say, I was hoping you would play that one! Oh, wow, yes. Yeah. When Which, was the last time you went to a show that Carrie wasn't playing? Or one of our friends were playing. Yeah. I don't, can't like a, even remember. I know. Somebody that I was like, ooh, I want to see this show. Yeah. It might have been when we saw Y Oak like two years ago. Oh, probably. Uh, th that's the thing. I don't, I go to shows. I used to go to shows of, all the time. Like people I know, but I don't usually say like, ooh, I like this band. They're playing. Let's go. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. Cool treat. Yeah. Maybe we should do that more often. Yeah. That seems good. I used to do that. So just like, I mean, I used to go to shows like five nights a week. Yeah. Really grinded them out. Okay, what's next? We got like, we're really rambly. We have like 20 minutes. Not Shit. even. We have like 15 minutes. Well, here's what I want to talk about. Okay, I'm ready. I want to talk about stress. Ooh, and this is going to be something we definitely don't have enough time for right now. So this will go into next week's episode. Just we'll. Yeah, this is an um, ongoing conversation. Yeah, this is an ongoing conversation. I've been noticing lately how much. Um, my response to uh, stress and overwhelm and heightened anxiety, my response to those things is paralysis. Um, mm. I don't, 
and I don't, I don't, I don't think it's always been that way. But like, but right for now a while, it is. Yeah, I if there's too much stuff going on and I have too much stuff to do, I can't do any of it. Extending mm-hmm. to small things like sending an email. Yeah, like I can't. I shut down, and. I know some people whose response to like stress and overwhelm and heightened anxiety is to be hyper functioning, mm. even if they're doing things that don't relate to what they need to be doing. I think that's me. Yeah, that you're like, well, I, I clean the bathroom. Yeah. Even though it's not has nothing to do with what is causing me stress. You do something. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Do you feel like right now you are under more stress than normal? No. Maybe? I don't know. Here's, here's the thing. When I was running the bar, there was a lot of doing that plus like trying to do my career shit. There was a lot of stress. But I had to keep functioning because people and a business were relying on me. Mm. And so somehow that totally worked. Um, this sort of stress lately is more about, like, my personal success or failure or, like, my, it doesn't have to do with anybody else. Right. And so maybe that's part of. Is different. Yeah. I mean, I also think, like, I'm embarking on some, a journey that is just gonna be stressful. Uh, yeah, we are trying to make a movie. Yeah, next month. Um, that is my I'm I'm in charge, um, and I'm pretty sure that that experience, start to finish, is just going to be stressful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, probably always forever, but especially because I've never done it this way before. So. Yeah, and I think that yeah, like it's a new stress that you're not used to, and it's something that you really care about. Right. And I think for you, you place a lot of value in that and like doing things that matter to you, which is so tight and important. But I think that it adds like the heightened level of... There's emotional stakes. There's stakes. Yeah. Do you think that... What like what, what, what for you, when you're really stressed or you have a lot of things going on, what is your response? I don't think your response is to shut down. No, I don't think so either. You just my response is typically to um I tend to like over exert myself in those scenarios. You just like dig in. Yeah, I just like power through it. Which doesn't always help. And typically when I'm stressed, I'll I'll stockpile. I'll like just add more things on my plate. Mhm. And not stop. So you do do the things that are overwhelming you yeah and more and more <laughs> that seems like maybe not healthy but cool yeah like, i don't think it's healthy but no it's, but yeah. it, it, like you get done what you need to get done plus yeah. a bunch of other stuff and then you freaking crash at the end yeah but you still did all the stuff i'm a i'm a hard crasher yeah i don't do well i don't like give myself <clears throat> give myself a whole lot of time typically same so Dude, everything happens in the 11th oh hour. Gosh, I know. Yeah. And I've always been that way. Same. I've always been a procrastinator. 
Um, which is something that I, I spent a long time working on, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to just doing little things like vacuuming or but, making the yeah. bed or, you know, it's like I feel like getting into my adult routine as like a, a human who exists and uh-huh. has a house that they're responsible for, you know, like a mm-hmm. home that they're responsible for and all kinds of stuff. I think that that's what helped me maybe compartmentalize my stress differently. Hmm. But I get stressed about different things than you do, though. Like, I don't get stressed about big tasks in the way that you do. I get stressed about, um, like, for I, I don't even know what I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example. I get stressed when I'm late. Uh-huh. I get stressed when I um, am, like, have too many things in a day. Well, that's yeah, anybody. that's what I'm doing. That's yeah. anybody. Um. But I feel like the way that we get stressed about things is totally different, which is also great because then you can help me through like the little things and I can help you through the other little things, you know? Totally. Okay. But like right now, for example, I have these bigger stresses of this project. Carrie and I are leaving town on Friday. Yeah, you have a lot lot on your plate. To prepare for that. Um, And my car is behaving badly and I have to take it to the mechanic tomorrow morning because we're supposed to drive it to Montana. What's wrong with your car? I don't know. It's, It's like sometimes when you turn... Um, the steering wheel starts jiggling really, really hard and the car vibrates. Not good. Weird. Um, Yeah. So I have to take it in, but to take it in tomorrow in order to get it done in time to go to Montana means that I have to cancel or move an appointment tomorrow and then figure out how I'm going to get to the other one. And then thinking about just that makes me want to lay down in the grass and not get up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, here you go. I'm like, give me your time frame. Boom, 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 boom. How do you do it? I just... Like, where does that come from in I you? just think maybe I'm like, you just have to. Right? Like, there's not an option not to do those things. Right. So you just... You just have to do it. Yeah, but for me, it's like, I know that I have to, and yeah. I know that I will, but I, like, my... I. The, shut the how and down. when is all is like up in the air yeah it's like we're moving through honey like mm, yeah everything becomes I, I mean i feel that i don't want it to sound like i don't get those i get those feelings too all the time i just yeah i just want to know you i don't know saying just because you have to doesn't Th- that doesn't help. work for you i'm like yeah of course you have to it's just that your brain fucking shuts down yeah. So how does your brain not shut down? I don't know. I literally don't know. Things just maybe don't seem like such a big deal to you? Is maybe. It like the severity of the... Like to me, when I think about the, the chain reaction of all of the things, like leaving town on Friday and then everything that has to happen before then, yeah. it feels like a lot. And maybe you look at that stuff and you're like, well... First, it's this one thing. Right. I, it's I also think thing. it's more. St- yeah. Like I go step by step. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe that's what helps me is instead of looking at the big picture. Yeah. I look at the, the like the, the smaller picture. I look at each task. Yeah. And then when you look at them like that, it's like, oh, well, I can definitely take my car to the shop. Yeah. Like I can definitely do that. And then after that, it's like, oh, I can definitely fold the laundry. Yeah. And I can. It's like, you know. Just doing it in smaller steps, mm-hmm. maybe. All right. I don't know. I don't know how what I do. I just 
do. Hmm. Hmm. But I think that maybe that's the best example I can give is just like picking, you know, waking up and being like, okay, what are the things I'm going to do today? Right. And those are the things you just have to do. And then what are the things I'm going to do tomorrow? All right. That's All right. <laughs> she's, I, I wish you could see the way she's looking at me like I'm, I'm telling her a lie. Well, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that seems great. Yeah. I think it, there's. I'm not, I'm also not saying there's one way. No. I think we just have different brains. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah. But then I somehow spend three hours fucking pacing around the house. Right. Sweating, staring at the floor, starting eight projects and then yeah. being like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I know we have, we definitely have different brains. We yeah. definitely like trudge and process through things differently. I wish you didn't spend three hours pacing and sweating around the house. <laughs> that doesn't seem fun. But then I also feel like I always say I didn't do anything. And you say, yes, you did. Yeah, you do. So maybe I'm just wrong about. I think the way that you just. I think it's the same thing. I, I think you put a lot of pressure on getting it all done. Uh-huh. And then when you like accomplish a task, you forget that you accomplished a task because you're looking at like this like end game and you're like, right. nothing matters until I leave on Friday. And then I've got it all done. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing small tasks along the way. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know? So like maybe focus more on. Yeah. Focus the on positive. the positive. Yeah. Achievement. Focus on the accomplishments. All right. Don't focus on like the fact that you didn't, uh, you know, you forgot to. Go to the grocery store and pick up milk, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, you can just do that tomorrow. Also, I think, yeah, like just taking the pressure off of some things. Yeah. Taking the pressure off of it being such a big, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Rhinestoning your suit. Do the thing that seems fun. If that is if that, you know, or the thing that seems the most right and also you have a really good judge you are a really good judge of what is right and wrong mm, especially thanks. for yourself mm. and so i think you just have to follow that yeah and asking for help the yeah. age old remedy <laughs> i think that's a big one uh, i don't do that well but i no, think you that do you not. do it well and you can use that as a tool for you yeah. thanks it's something i have put a lot of effort into doing yeah i won't do it well when you're my age you might feel differently <laughs> you make it sound like we're 10 years 20 years 30 years apart yeah you're my age uh i mean i get it i didn't i'm i didn't ask for help either and then you know life happens and you're like well this is my only choice yeah is to learn this skill i'm not opposed to it i just uh, don't do it oh you're stubborn yeah yeah um I was going to just say something. No. No. Where'd it go? I don't know. What was it about? Oh, you mentioned rhinestoning my suit. Yeah. Um, oh, one of our uh, good buds is getting married in a couple of weeks, and I am wearing a uh, vintage suit, which I have hundreds of rhinestones that I am planning to... Uh, attach? Attach. Adhere. Bejewel. Yeah. Um. Do you use the thread ones or the or the no. clippy ones? Clippy ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very particular about my rhinestones. If anybody has questions about what are the best rhinestones, yeah. what are the best ways to adhere them, you hit me up. Do I, you use glue? Both. Glue and prong back. 
Which do you prefer? Depends on the item. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a whole... Here we go. For example, the pants of this suit, I'll be using the prong back. The lapels of the jacket, I'll be using the glue. I could explain to you why, but God, it's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it depends. I put a bunch of rhinestones on some boots, use the glue. Yeah, because you can't get a prong back through leather. I put a bunch of rhinestones on a silk shirt, prong back. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I want to put rhinestones on everything. I know. Do you have colored rhinestones for this? Yes. Tight. In the colorway of the wedding. That's right. Um, what I really want, everyone, is a nudie suit. If anybody has a hot lead on a nudie suit, you I let think me know. you need to explain what a nudie suit is. Because I don't <laughs> think everybody knows what that is. I do, but only because I'm friends with you. Mm. I literally, if, if I heard that term before knowing you, I would have no idea what it is. Uh, nudie. What is his first name? Dr. Nudie. Yeah. Philip Nudie um, was a tailor, a Western wear tailor in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He made, uh, if you're familiar with the song Rhinestone Cowboy, mm-hmm. um, that is a reference to uh, Nudie's style. He made uh, embroidered and rhinestone encrusted Western style suits. Yeah. A lot of the people in the um, country industry were wearing them. A lot of, like, uh, if you look at pictures of the Grand Old Opry, um, like, the ladies and gentlemen, I, for me, overall, the men's wear was more exciting because I just prefer freaking pants tighter. to a skirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, really incredible stuff. You should look it up. They're collector's items now, and I have found nudie suits for sale for, like, $5,000, and you know I'm not doing that. So, yeah. But it's a dream. That's one of my dreams. Um, we should post a pic. Yeah, we'll post a pic. Yeah, we'll definitely post a pic. Yeah, you Ugh. gotta go. You guys, my peas. We're gonna start that GoFundMe for my um pea popper. Pea popper. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm a busy lady today. I wish I wasn't, because this is tight. This is way fun. I feel like we there's just so much. I know. Um. Well, hope you enjoyed this episode. Who remembers what we even talked about? We don't. We did a ramble on. We did a ramble on. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's, you know what? You gotta, sometimes you gotta have structure. Sometimes you gotta just let it flow. Sometimes you gotta let it flow. I lean toward flow. Flow. (laughs) You like a, you like a. I like a flow, man. Yeah. I like to just hang. Flowy gal. Fly like an eagle. Into (laughs) the sea. Is that what he says? Why is the eagle flying into the sea? Into the sea. Yeah, why? Fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry me. I don't know. The second part I get. I don't understand. Is the eagle flying into the sea because it's catching a fish? I think, no, I don't, I, hmm, wow. So much to discuss next week. So much. (laughs) We'll do our research. What a cliffhanger, huh? Yeah, uh, by the way, we didn't get any email. So if you're waiting for the email portion, it's not going to happen. It's on you. But if you want to send us an email, you could do that at doingagood at gmail.com. You can also write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Or hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Doing a good. Uh, We love you. We love you. I love you. You know what? I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.